Okay, just gonna start day six of the 99 names of Allah Ramadan series. Bismillah, Rabbi Shrahli Sadri, Wayasirli Amri. Asma'ullah al Husna, the most beautiful names of Allah. So Allah states in the Quran, Walillahi al Asma'ul Husna, Fadruhu biha. And to Allah belong the best names, so invoke Him by them. And this is Surah Al A'raf, verse 180. And then there's also the hadith where the Prophet said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're actually going to be looking at eight more names. They are Al-Qabid and Al-Basit, Al-Khafid and Al-Rafi, Al-Muaz and Al-Muzil, and Al-Sami'ah and Al-Basir. So the six names that I mentioned, Al-Qabid, Al-Basit, Al-Khafid, Al-Rafi, Al-Muaz and Al-Muzil, these are actually names that are opposites of each other, they're antonyms. And so Imam al-Ghazali mentions each pair of names together, but I'll be just briefly describing each name and then reading from his book. So our first name is Al-Qabid, the withholder. And this name, Al-Qabid, comes from the root Qabadal, love, Q-B-D. And it can mean to withhold, to have absolute ownership of something, or to contract the heart. So we have this verse which is talking about the sun. Causing the shade to retreat gradually. And this is in Surah Al-Furqan, verse 46. And then we have the name Al-Basit. So Al-Qabid is the withholder, yeah? Whereas Al-Basit, interestingly, Al-Basit is the opposite of Al-Qabid. So Al-Basit means the extender. And it comes from the root Basita, B-S-T. And so it can have various meanings like to extend, to make spacious, spacious, or to grant abundance. And so we have this verse, Allahu yabsutur rizqa liman yasha'u min ibadihi wa yuqaddiru wa yaqaddiru lahu inna allaha bikulli shay'in alim. Allah gives abundant or limited provisions to whoever he wills of his servants. Surely Allah has full knowledge of everything. And so uh, this is in Surah Al-Anhabut, verse 62. And then there's also another verse which actually begins with the same words. Allahu yabsutu rizqa liman yasha'u. But here it's different. Here uh, the verse is, is Allah is saying, وَيَقُدِّرُ وَفَرَحُ بِالْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا فِي الْآخِرَةِ إِلَّا مَتَاعَ So Allah gives abundant or limited provisions to whoever he wills. And the disbelievers become prideful of the pleasures of this worldly life. But the life of this world, compared to the hereafter, is nothing but a fleeting enjoyment. And so this is in Surah Al-Ra'd, verse 26. And so, as I said previously mentioned, Al-Qabid, it can, it can refer to decreasing. So, for example, Allah may decrease a thing from someone or for someone, and this means that he's withholding it. Hence the name Al-Qabid, the withholder. While we have the name al-basit, which can refer to increasing. So Allah can increase something for someone and thus he extends it. That's why his name, al-basit, is the extender. And so that's why Imam al-Ghazali mentions both names together. And there's also this verse in the Quran. مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرَدُ اللَّهُ قَرْدًا حَسَنًا فَيُضَاعِفُهُ لَهُ أَضْعَافًا كَثِيرَةً وَاللَّهُ يَقْبُدُ وَيَبْسُطُ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ So you have the both names. يَقْبُدُ وَيَبْسُطُ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ 
who will lend to Allah a good loan, which Allah will multiply many times over. It is Allah alone who decreases and increases wealth, and to him you will all be returned. So Allah will increase and decrease wealth or anything, and to him we return. So that's a reminder that Allah will withhold things from us, but he will also give us, he will extend things for us. And at the end of the day, we're, we're returning to Allah. That's what matters the most. And this is in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 245. And so, subhanAllah, sometimes we all go through our bad times where we're, our chests feel constricted, or we're feeling anxious or depressed, and we're just, we stray away from our religion. And yet, on the other hand, we have our good times where we feel a lightness on our chest and we feel so close to Islam, to the Quran, to Allah. And this is, this is the names of Allah, Al-Qabid Al-Basit. So Al-Qabid, it's withholding, it's constriction, whereas Al-Basit, it's just that extension of feeling light. And so now I'm going to read from Imam Al-Ghazali's book about Al-Qabid and Al-Basit. At times he expands the hearts of men by reminding them of the blessings of God, great and glorious, and his consolations. And other times he contracts them by warning them of the majesty of God and his greatness and the varieties of his punishment, his scourge and his revenge on his enemies. So this is again here. So just another verification that Allah will will withhold things and but he will also expand things. So he'll give us those remindings, remind he'll give us those reminders of Allah's blessings, but also he'll give us those warnings, those signs of warning that we need to go back to Allah and become closer to him. So those are the first two names of Allah, Al-Qabid and Al-Basit. Now we have two more names, which are also antonyms, Al-Khafid and Al-Rafi'ah. So Al-Khafid, the abaser, he is the one who lowers whoever he will, like the people who are proud, who see themselves as proud, the oppressors or the rebels. And so Al-Khafid comes from the root word Khafadal, KFD. And so it can mean to weaken, to lower, to diminish. And so one example, which I'm sure everyone knows, is um, Hitler. So he was unbelievably power powerful, but this was through oppression. He didn't become powerful because he was doing good. He was an oppressor. But subhanAllah, at the end of the day, he was humiliated and debased. So Al-Khafid, the name, the abaser. And he ended up, there's a trigger warning, sorry, but he ended up committing suicide. And so Al-Khafid, the Abazir, Allah, he is the one who did that. He is the one who brought someone who thought him, of himself as the best, the powerful, but indeed he was just an oppressor. And Al-Khafid, he brought him down. And Allah, inshallah, will continue to bring down those tyrants or those people who think they are the best, but they're actually just oppressors. We have the verse, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَصْوِيمِ Indeed, we created humans in the best form. ثُمَّ رَدَدْنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ السَّافِلِينَ But we will reduce them to the lowest of the low in hell. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ فَلَهُمْ أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ And so here, um, but we will, so indeed we created humans in the best form, but we will reduce them to the lowest of low in hell, except who, except those who believe and do good. They will have a never ending reward. And this is in Surah Teen, verses four to six, SubhanAllah. And so 
This is Al-Khafid. This is the name Al-Khafid. And now we have the opposite name, Al-Rafi', the exalter, the one who raises or elevates whoever he wills. So Al-Rafi' comes from Rafa'in, R-F-A'in, and it can mean to elevate something, to make something high or honorable. And so we have the verse in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, idha qila lakum tafastahu fil majalisi, fafstahu. So, O believers, when you are told to make room in gathering, then do so. Allah will make room for you in His grace. And if you are told to rise, then do so. Allah will elevate. Allah will elevate those of you who are faithful and raise those gifted with knowledge and rank. And Allah is all aware of what you do. And this is in Surah Al-Mujadila, verse 11. And then there's another verse. In yamsaskum al-qarhun faqad mastal qawmu qarhun mithluhu. Wa tilka al-ayyamu nudawiluha bain al-nasi. Wa li'alamu Allahu al-lazina amanu wa yattakhidu. So this is showing an example of how Allah can lower people and elevate people. So the, the translation is, if you have been wounded, know that the other side has been similarly wounded. We alternate such days between people. So God may know those who believe and to choose from among them some who with their lives will bear witness to the truth. God does not love the unjust. This is Surah Al-Imran, verse 140. So again, subhanAllah, here Allah is saying that we can take this verse as an example of our daily life. So we're going to have bad days, but we're also going to have good days. And so Allah alternates between these days to know who is one of the true, who is the true believer, who, who whenever some accountability happens to them, they say, inna lillahi wa inna lillahi raji'un. They trust in Allah's decree and they will bear witness for the truth. So that's what, why sometimes we'll have our bad days and sometimes we'll have our good days. Allah is Al-Khafiz and He is Al-Rafi'ah. And so now I'll read from Imam Al-Ghazali's book. He exalts His holy people by bringing them closer and abases His enemies by sending them far away. And whoever elevates His vision above, above tangible and imagined things and His intention above blameworthy desires God has raised him to the horizon of the angels close to him, muqarrabun, while whoever restricts his vision to tangible things and his aspiration to the passions the beasts share with him, God will reduce him to the lowest of ranks. None but God most high does this, for he is the abaser and the exalter. So man's share in this consists in exalting the truth and abasing falsehood. So by supporting those who are right and by reproaching those who are wrong, treating God's enemies as enemies in order to abase them, and befriending God's friends in order to exalt them. So again, so like we previously mentioned the verses and the names, so he will bring people closer, by that's how he exalts them, and he will send his enemies away by abasing them. SubhanAllah. <clears throat> so now we have the other two more names, Al-Mu'az and Al-Mudhan. So Al-Mu'az, the honorer. He gives honor and esteem to whoever he wills. And so subhanAllah, the root for Al-Mu'az is actually the same root for another name of Allah that we've already learned about, Al-Aziz. So the root is Ain Zin Zin, and it can mean to be mighty, to be noble, to elevate. 
And so we have the opposite name, which is al-mudhal. So al-mu'az and al-mudhal. Al-mudhal is the one who humbles, and it comes from the root dal lam lam, dll, and it can mean to be lower, to be low, to humble, to be submissive. And so we have the verse alam tara anna Allah yashjudu lahu man fil samawati wa man fil ardi wa al-shamsu wa al-qamaru wa al-nujum wa al-jibal wa al-shajar wa al-dawab wa kathirun min al-nas wa kathirun haqqa alayhi al-'adhab wa man yuhni Allah fama lahu min makram inna Allah yaf'alu man yasha Do you not see that everyone in the heavens and everyone on earth and the sun the moon the stars, the mountains, the trees, the moving creatures, and many human beings bow down before God. But for many others, their punishment is justified. And he who is disgraced by God cannot have his honor restored by anyone. God does whatever he wills. So again, this is reminding us that God is the one who provides honor to whomever he wills, and he can withhold that honor for, to whomever he wills. <clears throat> and so again... We have another verse. يَقُولُونَ لَإِنْ رَجَعْنَا إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ لِيُخْرِجَنَّ لَأَعَزُّ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلَّ وَلِلَّهِ الْعِزَّةُ وَلِرُسُولِهِ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَلَكِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ So here the, ver the verse mentions الْأَعَزُّ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلُّ So they say if we return to Medina, the honorable will definitely expel the inferior. The honorable, الْأَعَزُّ, will definitely expel the inferior, الْأَذَلُّ but all honor and power belongs to Allah, His Messenger, and the believers. Yet the hypocrites do not know. And this is in Surah Al-Munafiqun, verse 8. So again, this is reminding us that what that the honor and power belongs to Allah. And then we have another verse. قُلْ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكُ الْمُلْكُ تُؤْتِي الْمُلْكُ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتَنْزِعُ الْمُلْكُ مِمَّنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ so we have again this ver the mention of Allah's name, al and al-mudal. Yes, Say, O Prophet, O Allah, Lord over all authorities, you give authority to whoever you please and remove it from who you please. You honor whoever you please and disgrace who you please. All good is in your hands. Surely you alone are most capable of everything. And this is in Surah Al-Imran, verse 26. And again, here Allah is just constantly reminding us that He is the one who honors whoever He pleases, and He disgraces whoever He pleases. And all good is in His hands. He is He is capable of everything. And so now I'll read from Imam Al-Ghazali about Al-Mudhil and Al-Mu'az. The honorer. He who humbles is the one who gives dominion to whomever he wills and removes it from whomever he wills. True dominion consists in deliverance from the shame of need, the dominance of passion and the disgrace of ignorance. The one from whose heart he removes the veil so that he can behold the beauty of his presence and to whom he provides contentment so that he can thereby be freed from his creation and whom he assists with power and support so that he can take charge of the dispositions of his own soul. He is the one whom God honors and to whom he gives dominion immediately. And so now we're going to move on to two more beautiful names of Allah, As-Sami'a and Al-Basir. These are, we have our, our senses, As-Sam, we have listening, we have ears, and we have Al-Basar, we have eyes, we have sight. So As-Sami'a, the all-hearing, 
the one who hears everything. Asamea comes from the root sin mimain. And so this can mean to hear, to receive, to pay attention to, and to understand the meaning. So we have this verse, قُلْ إِنْ ضَلَّلْتُ فَإِنَّمَا أَضُلُّ عَلَى نَفْسِي وَإِنْ اهْدَيْتُ فَبِمَا يُوحِي إِلَيَّ رَبِّي إِنَّهُ سَمِيعٌ قَرِيبٌ Say, if I am astray, the loss is only mine. And if I am guided, it is only because of what my Lord reveals to me. He is indeed all hearing, ever near. And this is in Surah Saba, verse 50. SubhanAllah, this verse is beautiful because it's saying that when we, we might go astray, there are people who are already astray and that loss is just, it's their own. And when we're guided, it's because of what Allah has revealed to us. So Alhamdulillah, we're Muslimin, Allah has guided us and we just need to continuously strive to be good and to be guided and to be on the righteous path. Because He is all hearing, He is ever near. And so, as well, this name, As-Sami'ah, it reminds us to always reflect on the words we say. And it reminds us to avoid gossiping and, or slandering because مَا يَلْفِضُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَزِيزٌ And this is a verse in the Qur'an, Surah Qaf, verse 18. And so its translation is, Not a word does a person utter without having a vigilant observer ready to write it down. So this is this is a reminder that, and it's literally written in the Quran, that whatever word we say, it's it doesn't just pass by. It's not it doesn't go through one ear out the other. No, because we've got a vigilant observer, ready to write it down. So there we've got someone. We've got this angel writing down everything we're saying. So we need to be mindful of what we're saying and just avoid gossiping or being mean to people. And so I'll read what Imam al-Ghazali says about Al-Sami'ah. Al-Sami'ah, the all-hearing, is the one from whose perception nothing audible is removed, even if it be hidden. So he hears secrets as well as whispers, and even what is subtler and more concealed than these. Indeed, he perceives the crawling of a black ant on a massive rock in the dark of night. He hears the praise of those praising him and rewards them as well as the entreaties of those praying and responds to them. He hears without any auditory organs or ears as he acts without limbs and speaks without a tongue, and his hearing is free from accidents which could befall it. So subhanAllah, this is reminding us of, this is Allah. He doesn't have any ears or organs or anything like that, but he is all hearing. He's a samia, and he will hear our whispers and our thoughts and our prayers, and he is always there ready to hear us. And so now we have our last name of today, which is Al-Basir, the all-seeing. He is the one who sees everything, even the smallest atom that we can't even see. And so Al-Basir comes from the root Basadra, uh, which can have four meanings. So it can be to see, to understand, to perceive, or to be aware. And so this verse that I'm just going to read now, it, it shows the beauty of Allah and His majesty and how Everything that happens is under his decree, and we just need to trust him and just be patient. <laughs> so be patient with your Lord's decree, for you are truly under our watchful eyes, and glorify the praises of your Lord when you rise. And this is in Surah At-Tur, verse 48. Um, and so here Allah is just He's reminding us in the Quran that we just need to be patient with whatever decree he has because 
he's he's watching us no matter where we are no matter what's happening to us he is watching us and that we just need to praise our lord when we rise alhamdulillah be thankful for that we've woken up and that we have another day to cease and just do good and so again, Allah also reminds us that he sees and hears everything through this hadith. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Glory be to Allah, whose hearing embraces all voices. The woman came to a prophet, to the Prophet وسلم, with her plea. She had a grievance against her husband. And Aisha was in the corner of the house and did not hear what she said. And then Allah revealed, قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ لَتِي so Aisha couldn't even hear what, what the lady was saying to Rasul But subhanAllah, Allah brought down this verse and he says, Indeed, Allah has heard the argument of the woman who pleaded with you, O Prophet, concerning her husband and appealed to Allah. Allah has heard your exchange. Surely Allah is all hearing and all seeing. And this is in Surah Al-Mujadila, verse 1. So subhanAllah, this is showing that He is all seeing, He is all hearing, and He will he, he hears everything and He sees everything. And then there's also this verse which was brought down because and it was referring to Musa and Harun who had were told by Allah that they needed to speak to the Pharaoh and they were scared. So Allah replies to them, Allah reassured them, have no fear, I am with you, hearing and seeing. And this is in Surah Taha, verse 46. So again, this is reminding us that we shouldn't be fearful, we shouldn't be scared. We're going to go through bad times, yes, but we need to be, we're, we should be reassured that Allah is with us. He is al-Basir. He is all hearing and all seeing. And so let me just read from Imam al-Ghazali's book about al-Basir. And a bit of Samia. Uh, so a man's religious gain in this is twofold. So for the hearing, first to realize that God, great and glorious, hears, so that he watches his tongue. Secondly, to know that he only created hearing for him to hear. The word of God, great and glorious, and his book which he revealed so that man may receive from it the benefit of guidance to the way of God, great and glorious. So he will not use his hearing except for this. So Imam al-Ghazali is just advising us here that for our hearing, that we were blessed with it, so to be able to watch our tongues, to be mindful of what we say, and to be able to hear the beautiful words of the Qur'an and hadith and lectures about Allah, just to be able to remember Allah, subhanAllah. And so for al-Basir, the all-seeing, is the one who witnesses and sees in such a way that nothing is remote from him, even what is under the earth. Man's share in the attribute of sight is evident, yet it is weak and deficient, since it does not reach to what is far away, nor does it penetrate inside what is close at hand, but rather it deals with appearances and fails to reach what is interior and secret. So our sight our sight is incomparable to Allah, the all-seeing. And so Imam al-Ghazali here is also advising that one's religious gain from seeing is twofold. First, to realize that he created sight for one to gaze upon the signs and wonders of the heavenly kingdoms and the heavens, so that his gazing will serve as an admonition. And secondly, to realize that one is seen by God, great and glorious, as well as heard, and not to underestimate his surveillance of him or his being informed about him. For whoever conceals from one, 
who is not God, what cannot be concealed from God, certainly underestimates the surveillance of God, great and glorious. So fear of God is one of the fruits of believing in this attribute. How insolent and lost is the one who commits an act of disobedience when he knows that God, great and glorious, sees him. And how profane is the one who thinks that God, the Most High, does not see him. So sometimes we'll find ourselves like trying to hide things from people and just being secretive. But we need to remember that Allah is the one who's all seeing. He sees whatever we do. So we might tell someone that, oh yeah, we prayed, but we didn't actually. And so, yeah, okay, we're lying to someone. That doesn't really matter because Allah is the one who sees us and he is holding us, he will hold us accountable on the day of judgment. And so we need to always be reminded that Allah is all seeing and he is watching everything that we do. And so I'm going to end today's room with another dua using some of the beautiful names that we just learned today. And I ask that Allah accepts the following dua from us. Ya Qabid, Ya Basid, you are both the withholder and the expander. So we, we ask you, Al Qabid, Al Basid, to withhold and expand whatever is best for us in this life. Let our hearts always remember that with every hardship comes ease and that you have decreed everything for us and you know what is best. Ya Allah, you are Al Khafid, Al Rafa. We ask that you weaken our enemies and humble them and lower them from their ranks. We ask that you elevate and higher the ranks of those who remember you and bring us closer to you. Ya Muaz, you are the honorer. You give honor to whomever you will. So grant us honor. Allow us to glorify you with this honor. Ya Muzil, you are the humbler. So if you find that we have even just a grain of arrogance within us, please remove it from us and allow us to be humbled by your grace and your majesty. Ya Samia, oh all hearing. You hear every single thought, noise, sound, and speech. And so we ask that you protect our tongues and allow us to only speak good and to avoid any evil. Ya Basir, O All-Seeing, you see every action and every move we make. Help us to be mindful for our actions and to use our sight for only good and for your sake. And allow us to be thankful for our sight, smell, hearing, and whatever other senses that you have bestowed upon us. And I ask that you accept the fast from everyone today who still hasn't broken their fast and who has broken their fast, accept it from us. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen, Rabbil Shahri Khubri, wa yassirunli amri, wa akhid da'wana, and alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, subhanaka wa allahi wa bihamdika, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashadu anna muhammadan rasulullah. I'll see, speak to you all tomorrow.